there's actually a difference between being introverted and extroverted and being shy and outgoing. Generalizing extroverts get energy from interacting with people and introverts, they recharge and get energy from being alone. And then there's being shy and outgoing. That is something you can change. Whatever you do, don't try to be an extrovert. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Digital Nomads Daily Podcast. Today, we have another Dutchie on the podcast. Go Dutchies. I think we have so many Dutchies already. It's just a coincidence. Marcel, welcome to the Digital Nomads Daily Podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. I'm so excited to chat with you today because um, we're going to talk about something that is such a common topic, loneliness, how to make friends. Before we go into the topic, I just want to ask a couple of quick questions so our audience can get to know you a little bit better. So my first question is, how long have you been nomading? Yeah, I slowly transitioned into being a full-time nomad. So I, I started kind of semi-nomading in 2016. And then by the end of 2019, I actually stopped having my own house. So then I think following the proper strict definition of digital nomads, yeah, that was the moment. So 2019. You know what? I feel like people that are starting around 2016, 2017, maybe a little bit later, they're all like transitions. I feel like now there's a whole new generation that literally said, I'm going to live this lifestyle. I'm going to do it. I bought my ticket. This is my date. Whereas a lot like myself, I don't have like one date. It just sort of happened. Yeah. And you kept your house maybe as well. Right. So you could still, you still had a home. Well, I was living abroad already. So I wasn't, I was based in the Philippines. So I was there and then I slowly like transitioned into it. I, for me, I think all the way back. It started studying abroad and I was just like, this is amazing. I never want to go back. So, and I, I mean, I went back to visit my family, but I didn't live in the Netherlands anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So what is living abroad and what is being a nomad? I don't know. Gray area, gray area. And where are you talking from today? I'm currently in Stockholm in Sweden. Good. Is the weather nice over there? It is. Yeah. Yeah, this is, I think, the time to go to Scandinavia, the two or three months of real summer they have. And how do you make a living? Like, how do you sustain yourself? So I have a business that helps people in the U.S. to find jobs. So it, it's a website, trendingjobs, trendingjobs.com. And like people in the U.S. go there if they are looking for basically a normal job, a local job. Mm -hmm. And they create a profile and we send them alerts when we find something for them. So that's what I'm currently still doing. Uh, I'm currently hiring someone to take over uh, my responsibilities because I actually want to do something else. I want to uh, become a keynote speaker, like a global keynote speaker, traveling the world, giving talks. But to answer your question, my IT business is still what pays the bills. Wow. That's such a big transition though, from like running an IT company to becoming a, a keynote speaker. How did you come up with that? What happened? I knew like that what I was doing, like running an IT business, it wasn't really fulfill fulfilling anymore. So mm -hmm. I already knew I wanted to do something else like, um, and I just didn't know what yet. So that just took a lot of time processing in the back of my mind. What would I like next? 
and also trying a lot of different things. Like, would I like to be an event organizer or like just trying out a lot of different things? Giving a, like a speech was one of the things I tried and that's actually the thing I liked most. Oh, and what were you talk about then? The talk I gave was about building a business, like bootstrapping a business. What I want to talk about in the future is how introverted people can become better at building a network. Huh, that's interesting. So I'm not an introvert. I'm like super extrovert. So I don't I don't know the world of an introvert. How how do you make friends? How do you put yourself out there? So there's actually a difference between being introverted and extroverted and being shy and outgoing. So you can be introverted and outgoing at the same time. And then the fact that you're introverted means in this case that you need a lot more time alone. Whereas if you're extroverted, you uh, actually get energy from being around people, interacting all the time. I've never looked at it that way. Could you talk a little bit more about that? Because this is completely new information to me. Right, yeah. So generalizing extroverts get energy from interacting with people and introverts, they recharge and get energy from being alone. And then they can go out again at some point. So it's a spectrum and I'm more towards an introvert, which means I kind of spend a lot of time alone. And then there's being shy and outgoing. And I used to be quite shy. That is something you can change. Mm -hmm. So whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, that's, I think, genetically determined. You can change that. But like being shy, that's something you can overcome. I I think that's a very valuable thing to do. If if you're a shy person, to learn to be more outgoing. Yeah. Yeah, Because I think that only has benefits. And do you feel like that living a digital nomad lifestyle has kind of opened up new insights on on who you are as a person and things that you might want to enhance or maybe develop about your personality? Yeah, good question. Um, I think it taught me that I kind of can be whoever I want. So you you can go to a new place and try basically being a different persona and see if you like that so you can go to one place see if you like organizing events and you can go to another place and see if you like partying all the time and like you can be whatever you want to be that's kind of one of the benefits of being able to change locations all the time so moving from one place to uh, where I grew up to a new place that kind of confronts you with okay maybe at home I do have a network but I'm not necessarily that great at making new connections. All right. So that, yeah. So when you, when you were like nomading, was that one of the challenges that you had to to make like meaningful connections with other people? Yeah, especially in the beginning. Like for example, I went to well, of all places, Denver, Colorado, for two months, and I mean, it already starts with choosing a location, right? Um, I still would have gone. I still liked it. But if you want to, if you're like new to being a digital nomad, it kind of makes sense to choose a location that's a bit of a hotspot where you can easily connect with other people. Mm -hmm. And at that time, that wasn't the case in Denver. Yeah, that's one thing of setting you up for success. Just looking on, let's say, nomadlist.com or going to Facebook and look look for nomad meetups. Ask around what is a, a good place to start off. Yeah, I think that's a great tip. It it's the same with your business, right? Like if you're going to start marketing your business to a group that's not interested in your service, it's like you're not going to get any clients. 
And the same goes with friends. Like if you want to hang out with other nomads, you basically need to go where the nomads are. I had a similar experience in Malta where during the summer there are nomads, but I went in February and there were no nomads. I was like, where are the people? And I was so disappointed, but it had nothing to do with the location. It's just seasonal. So I was there at the wrong time. If I would have gone months later, I would have had a lot of more fun. So it's really, really good yeah, to check a nomad list or other places. That's definitely a good one. <laughs> yeah. <learned> my lesson. <laughs> yeah. Good points about the, the timing as well. I mean, I'm now in Stockholm and a lot of things close for the summer. And then like, so for example, I would like to go to, let's say comedy clubs or things like that. And everything's closed for the summer. So if you want to like make new connections here, it's more difficult if you want to do it in a place that also is of interest to you. And it's all like, it, it's not the place, it's just the time. Yeah. And when you make connections, like how, how do you find people? Do you go to co-working spaces or meetups or what's your process of finding friends? Yeah. So at the moment, I like throughout the years, I built a network. So I just... And that, that's, how, that's not how it was at the beginning. But now I would say I just put on Facebook like or an Instagram story like, hey, I'm going to be in Stockholm or Milan next week. Who's also there and wants to connect? That kind of makes it easier. And then I can ask the, the people who live there, okay, what are the things to do? Where, where should I go? What are the events, et cetera, et cetera. So I would say right now, after having built a network for a couple of years, it's quite easy. Um, if I don't know anything, I would go to Facebook, see if there are uh, meetups I like. You can imagine like meetup.com as well, of course. That's what I've done in the past as well. Book an Airbnb experience. Then you can choose something that's very aligned with your interests. So for example, in London, I would book a, a food tour. Then you meet people who have like so, like some similar interests as well. Yeah, that's a good one. Like what I always would do, what this is more in cities though, and I'm not sure around the world where it all is, but in Europe, I did a couple of times like free uh, free tours. And just to say free tours, as in the tour guides will get paid afterwards based on what you think it's worth it. So, um, but that was also really fun because then, especially when you do a tour in like English, you meet people from all over the globe. And it's very interesting to see who, yeah, what kind of people join that tour. And hostels are great as well. Like even if you don't not stay in a hostel, you can always go to yeah an event or something like that just to like meet other travelers and nomads. Yeah, and just a hostel bar in uh, in the evenings, like yeah. many uh, hostels, you can just walk in. So let's say you meet the people. Um, the next step is to actually sort of find like find those meaningful connections. How is that for you? Do you just start a conversation with anyone that's that's in your face or how does that work? Well, that was for me a little challenging because not I'm not someone who naturally goes to an, a networking event with like 50, 60 people and then gets to talk to a lot of people. Actually, sometimes I get stuck in a conversation and I'm not really enjoying it, but I also don't really know how to get out of it. Yeah, I only speak to like a couple of people sometimes and I'm like, okay, I'm like not people who would be my friends for the long run. Mm -hmm. So what really helped for me was starting to organize these events myself. So even if you're if you don't thrive at going to events and participating, if you organize them, you kind of get to speak to everyone, especially if you're just starting out. That's it's key to talk to a lot of people because 
only a small percentage you'll actually really connect with and have something meaningful meaningful in common with. Yeah. That's a good point of organizing events yourself. And when you say events, could that easily be like, let's all meet up at the beach? Or is this like a bigger initiative? I usually did. Yeah, I would say a little bit bigger. So I would organize yeah, a meetup and then arrange a venue. Usually so it's still very easy. Like some ideally a venue where everyone can pay for their own drinks and go to a bar and people can walk around. Besides that, I would like just with my own group of friends host, for example, dinner, like group dinners. And then like sometimes people take their friends. Yeah, that's actually something I wanted to ask also about activities because as a nomad, you're traveling a lot. And in another episode, we were talking about having hobbies, which is kind of difficult because if you live a suitcase lifestyle, like how are you going to bring all your stuff? Like what kind of social activities were really great for you in, in making meaningful connections? Yeah. So one of the things that might also be worth considering is slowing down a little bit. You're traveling if you want to connect. So because you mentioned like the suitcase lifestyle. And so I started off like that and like being a couple of weeks or a month in one place. But I, I found way more meaning in staying for a couple of months. Mm -hmm. So this year I stayed in Playa del Carmen and I stayed like three or four months. And that changes the whole scope already. Because if you are only staying for one month and discuss that with people, they will know you leave after three weeks. Then the whole interaction, like it's already an expectation. People are not going to invest that much in a, in a friendship or hanging out with you. That would maybe, I know it's not the literal answer to the question, but that's something to consider and that helps but as it's well. A, it's a very good point. Like I so relate to that. Like I did fast travel and slow travel and I, I feel you. I love more the slow travel. It's not just the people, but also you have more time to find a good balance between work and have having fun. You can explore more things. You're not in a rush. Like it's not like a checklist on like how many countries or places you have visited. Right. Especially if you want to do it in the long run, like, and community is also what you need. So, I mean, if someone tells me like, Hey, I'm going to leave next week. Yeah. Am I going to spend all my time with this person? Probably not. All right. Yeah. So then what, what kind of activities would be like interesting well, it's it's like I like, for example, stand up comedy. So I would go and go there and ask people to join. Like usually every location you go to has WhatsApp groups, which you kind of need to find out about through other people because it's usually not easy to find it online. So I would go to a meetup, ask like, OK, what are the communication channels here and how do you get in touch with people? What are the events? And then, yeah, as long as you like have a little bit of a network and you kind of make make the interactions with other people fun. In my experience, you'll be just invited to people uh, to activities like someone might be planning a road trip or uh, a dinner or going to the beach, going diving, whatever. Yeah, you can just choose whatever interests you. I like to organize things myself. So whenever I feel like doing something, I just put it in a group or uh, personally invite people. So I'm in control. I don't necessarily need to go diving or hiking or mm -hmm. like for multiple days but if you want to as long as you got a network and you're in those groups it's very easy to do yeah yeah that's true and how do you stay in touch with people because obviously you're gonna leave also at one point after i left the place yeah like how do you still because you you mentioned that there is a network so you can now like just post a story like hey friends i'm here so how do you stay like in touch with people that matter to you or did you have a meaningful connection with 
Yeah, that's a bit of a tricky thing as a nomad. Yeah, what I do is for like the the connections that really matter to me and that I know, okay, I'm not going to see them unless we specifically plan. Uh, at the beginning of the year, I kind of make a list of people I definitely want to meet up with. Yeah, then I just try to make that happen to like that we're in the same city or same event or something like that. The, the small group of people I really, really want to meet and it's not happening naturally, li- make a list of that and make mm-hmm. a conscious effort. Yeah, you really prioritize that. That's cool. And do you find yourself talking a lot on WhatsApp and Messenger and all those kind of things? Or are you more like... uh... (laughs) No, I don't look at my phone that much and I don't really do uh, like chit chat over Messenger or WhatsApp or something like that. So in some cases, you got to accept what it is. Like you lived in a place for four months. It was great. The one thing you had in common was the physical location, but now you moved on to a different place. So if I go back there, I'm sure there will be great connections again. Yeah. Otherwise your network gets too big to be able to maintain it. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I feel you on that. And also I think the the connections that you make, it's not like back home that there's also, at least this is how I feel that there there's not really an expectation that someone is going to like send you a lot of messages and know every ins and out of your life and of your business and that you're going to talk every Friday because that's what you would do back home. Like sometimes I found myself not talking to someone for a year. And then when I meet the person, you kind of pick up where you left. Like it's very natural. It's beautiful. Like it's, it doesn't feel like you haven't seen each other for so long. That's something I really like about this lifestyle that there's no pressure in that sense. At least I don't feel it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like the expectations are clear from the beginning when you meet like, okay, I'm leaving in two months. So yeah, let's just have like a really good time. And I think also because people are leaving the focus on having a good time and have like positive energy and create positive experiences and for yourself and also for your in temporary environment, like that's really high. So I have like a lot of good experiences. Yeah. All right. So if there's people listening right now and they identify themselves with being more introvert, is there any like piece of advice that you would like to give them in terms of how they can feel more confident in this lifestyle? Yeah, I would say whatever you do, don't try to be an extrovert. Well, I can only tell it works for me. And that's Mm -hmm. really taking the time for myself being alone as well. So even let's say in a place where I really have a big network and there is like a lot of things to do every day, like I could choose some three or four things. I still make sure to like three nights out of the week, uh, I go have dinner by myself and read a book. Yeah. So not being a, how can we like a FOMO victim? <laughs> yeah. Because maybe you feel like you miss out on something that's happening, but actually In my case, if I go to all those activities, I'm just, my energy is being drained and I'm not, no longer fun to have, to hang out with. And I also don't have fun. So then I miss everything. Yeah. So Sounds like you have a lot of awareness around who you are, uh, what your boundaries are, but also where you want to exceed in life. I think that's really cool because a part of this lifestyle is also about getting to know yourself. And I, you give me really a sense of like, you're really aware of, of who you are. It's really nice. Yeah. It comes with trying different things and then seeing what doesn't work. And then you try something new. Yeah. 
Beautiful. All right. Well, I think it's, yeah, there are so many tips and I, I really love this topic. And I, I also want to wish you like all the best with spreading that, that message. I think it's very beautiful that what you're doing and, you know, there's different people that um, live this lifestyle. There's not one way of doing it. That's why we do the podcast, right? To kind of shine lights on, and give different perspectives and show that there's like, there's the Instagram way, but there's a million other ways to do it. So that's really cool. Where can people find you online? So I just created a, like an Instagram account specific for this because I'm also going to give a talk about this. It's uh, called Never Lonely Nomads. Oh, beautiful. That's so cute. That's really nice. <laughs> okay. So what we will do is we will add it in the show notes. And do you also have like a website where people can find more about your talk or? Uh, it's not ready yet. I'll okay. just put it on the Instagram account when it's ready. Well, maybe what, by the time everything is ready, you can come back to the podcast and then talk about it. Very cool. Yeah. I just remember I forgot to mention one thing that's also besides like choosing your location, when and where and what to do. I think part of it is also working on your social skills. A lot of introverted people, they just haven't had the practice and exposure. A lot of other people had because they're naturally inclined to be alone. Like they they don't have the incentive to like become that good at starting a conversation with people they don't know yet or having a fun and engaging conversation. So if you want to become a professional tennis player, you spend significant amount of time practicing your technique and the groundworks. And we spend all of our life interacting with other people. Yet so few people actually realize that you can improve your conversational skills and social skills and body language. And so yeah. that's also something like for introverted people who have a difficult time making friends, like look into that and see um, if there's improvements based on that, because otherwise you can go to like five meetups a week. But if you're not, not fun to hang out with, you're going to end up with no friends anyway. Yeah. And it's also what you said, right? You need to kind of focus on setting yourself up for success. So if you are aware and identify that this is a challenge, like why not work on it? So it it's less of a challenge and it will probably also not benefit your your social circle, but maybe also how you show up at work or how you show yeah. how you show up at your clients or when you need to pitch your business. Like it it's not one small thing that you're solving, but it will have a massive impact on on your whole being. Absolutely. Yeah. For me, it really had. So that's beautiful. All right. Well, we are at the end of the episode. Uh, we're definitely gonna gonna follow you and uh follow your journey. Before we leave, I always ask my guests if they have one question for me. So yeah, do you have a question? Yes. So at the beginning, you mentioned like you were really extroverted, right? So I kind of wonder what challenges did you have making and also keeping meaningful friendships? That's a good question. Well, based on being shy or outgoing, I thought I would be very extroverted. Maybe I'm, I don't know if this is possible, if you could be of both worlds. Like I get energy from people, from podcast recordings, those things, but I am fine to just be alone. Like, drop me at a beach and I can just sit there for hours and read and go completely in my own cocoon. Like I love being alone. Um, but what I find hard is 
a red eye challenge is that I like so many people. And I think especially in the beginning of this journey, it was so overwhelming that I was sensitive for people. So if if, so, if a group of people that I really like being with and they would go out drinking, partying every single day or five times a week, I had that thing that I, I thought I needed to be part of that. So I think my my core self wasn't really strong. So I would like go into very different phases. Like I would party a lot, then I wouldn't drink at all because I was doing yoga. So I, I was kind of like floating around, not mm-hmm. knowing who I am today. Like after years of doing this, it's different. I wish that someone guided me into more focusing on, Hey, why do I live this lifestyle? What do I want to get out of this? And what is like the bigger picture and who am I as a person and kind of have the tools to identify things that make me happy, make me uncomfortable, uh, make me excited, like identify that because I didn't know. And I was floating so much that I wasn't focused. So that wasn't good for my financial state, Um, you know, and it was very, very challenging. So, yeah. 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 Exactly the same. Yeah. Maybe it's the best to learn from like, experiencing what doesn't work as well you've like now noticed what the what the extreme is and uh, now you know why not yeah. to go there yeah exactly and this is also like the the whole process of discovering things about yourself um you can only do that if you're mentally allowing yourself to do that so another thing that um, i think starting nomads who might experience this like when you have a lot of financial stress you are not as open to like take all those moments because that's that's overwhelming. Then the travel itself is overwhelming. The connections is overwhelming. Like if you don't find that balance and that self-awareness, everything is going just going to be so more challenging. So that's why I like what you, like you're so aware of who you are, what your limitations are, where the opportunities lie. It's so extremely important and it doesn't happen overnight but you can start today with creating that awareness. Like you can start today with opening yourself up for, for being aware. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that our listeners have a lot to think about. (laughs) Yeah. And to, and you can totally be like both or like, uh, like in the middle of introvert, extrovert, it's, it's a spectrum. So like everyone needs, I think some alone time, but it's the extent to which you need alone time. Yeah. 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 And you've probably lived like the hundred percent extrovert, always surrounded by people, not missing anything lifestyle. And maybe that was a little bit too much. Yeah, definitely. And now I'm on an Island and just like completely on my own, doing my own thing. And it's great. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining. I really enjoyed our conversation. Um, lots of tips. We're going to make sure that everything is in the show notes and yeah, for our listeners, like, go go check it out um follow marcel on this journey i think it's very beautiful so good luck (laughs) yeah i enjoyed talking with you